Toss Chair Sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Roddy. Hola. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 317. How are we? Oh, old school Indianapolis 317. That's right. Yeah. Local, local. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Usually From you're the 317. one. 317. You put these together, Rowdy. I'm surprised you didn't see that one. You were too busy chomping chips. What are we, what are we snacking on? Looks like some kind of chip action. It looks like a, I got a little snack mix going on here with some oh. tortilla <laughs> chips and goldfish. Uh, oh. Those tortilla chips looks like look like they're heavily seeded. Are those like a multigrain chip that you got there? Yeah, they are. Blue corn. Mm-hmm. We got some flax, brown rice, sunflower seeds mixed in there. Too healthy. Mm. Ultra not, processed. They're not. They're not salty enough. That's for sure. It's like the stuff stuck between hippies' toes. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. You ever? Uh, well, boys, it was Halloween. How was trick or treating? Oh yeah. Uh, it was there. What? What everybody go as? Coat. Um. A cold dad. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I also went as a cold dad with Luke Skywalker and oh. a stormtrooper who um, went went a little non-canon. Uh, also, oh. also carried a lightsaber. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Colored cool. outside the lines, huh? <laughs> yeah. okay. I like it. Yeah. No blasters for that stormtrooper. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Oh. Yeah, we got to the first house. Um, my three-year-old, um, last year, he would walk up. He was just he would just walk on his own up to every house, stay, stare in their window if they weren't outside, wait for them to open the door, <laughs> grab something out of the bowl and leave. Uh-huh. This year, he'd just walk up and just stare at the people until he would reach into the bowl and I'm like, wait. Hey, what do you say? And this trick or treat. And then the first house, he said, trick or treat, put it in there. And then I said, and now what do you say? And he looked at the guy and just went, smell my feet. And then turned around and walked away. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I was expecting. But I mean, uh, yes, but yeah. Well, he learns it somewhere, doesn't he? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, only took two of the four out because the other two were either one of the one of them was too small. Oh, was dude's too... party? Yeah, it was a dude's party. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. How about how about you, Rowdy? Mm. We didn't stay what, out too what, long. We had a. Uh, what were the costumes? Had a witch. Okay. And Classic. a. Uh, uh, ladybug. Uh, what's it called? Um. I don't know. No, you tell Mar- us. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember the adjective. Uh, it's like fantastic ladybug. I don't know. It's something. Something. Our daughter watched with a friend once and really doesn't know anything about. And then she decided she wanted <laughs> that to be her Halloween costume. So it was like a ladybug. Okay. Burglar maybe. I don't know. What a she lady, oh. lady burglar. A criminal. Yeah. Uh, criminal lady. Well, like, she had like kind of a burglar m- mask. Did she and do this last like, year? Nope. No, my kids the last two years have they 
they just went as the same Halloween costume. I think, uh, I think we had two, maybe three years where this the, this daughter was uh, Link from Zelda. Oh yes, I remember and that one. That costume's about had it, so we were like, maybe we should get a new one this year. So, but. Uh. What was your guy's best Halloween costume? Ever? I don't even remember. Oh, I know yours, Snoop. Oh my, yeah. When I we, were, we when we were working at Blockbuster together. Yeah. Okay, kids. So there used to be video stores. <laughs> and Reed and I worked at a video store together. Well, part of this, the reason that this costume was so effective was because I was working on Halloween, and uh, what was her name? Allie. Allie. Allie was like, are you going to wear a costume? And I was like, absolutely, I'm going to wear a costume. Oh, yeah, going all out. Yeah. And so when I got there, she was dressed as Ma. Isn't that what her name? Mm -hmm. Or Mama from Mama's family. Yep. And Aiden, who was just like this really soft-spoken guy from... Yeah, Ball State guy. Ball State guy. He was wearing his uniform. Yeah. And I walked in with a sweatshirt that said costume. (laughs) She was so mad. (laughs) And not only did I... But I I was still wearing my uniform. So it was the khakis and the the polo. It was a blue sweatshirt. It was a blue sweatshirt, yeah. So it matched the blockbuster attire that we were supposed to wear like you could wear a blue sweater hmm. so yeah. I just made a blue sweatshirt that said costume on it <laughs> and she just had to work all night dressed basically as the she was as dude wig dress mama. makeup the whole nine yeah yeah oh man yeah that was that's so great. awesome yeah what about you Reed what's your what was your best costume uh, a buccaneer I think I went as a ninja turtle one year. I think I went as a ninja one year. Went as a robber one year. I don't know. I like I, I was telling Rowdy uh, last episode. I gave up trick or treating pretty early. Yeah. Yeah, probably like ten. Why? Was that when you converted to Baha'i? Yeah, that's right. That's yes. right. I forgot about that. That was a Baha'i read was. That was, yeah. mm-hmm. was a different. You don't remember that phase? That, that was, was a, a that was time. an interesting phase. You were definitely not <laughs> yeah. the exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. no. Baha'i read. Much more subdued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't stop talking more, about Willamette. more peaceful. But Chicago. very tolerant. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. Well. Did, so what did are you, you go do? out and get candy, and just eat your own candy? Like, uh, like it, your parents would just buy you a bag of candy, or you just? Yeah, I, I'm not. Not into no, it. I just eat the leftover candy from what my parents gave out trick or treating. Oh yeah, I forgot your parents would probably do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, my mom like would get those little paper bags with like a cat and a pumpkin on it and put like four or five different candies in it, and that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, were they like any a good? sucker and a couple candy bars and some Skittles or uh-huh. something like you know the little packs. It's a lot of effort too. Yeah. She's a high-effort lady. Yeah, God bless yeah. her. Genteel. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's get this started. Actually, a little early. I didn't get to talk about my costume, but that's okay. Uh, oh, yeah. What, well, what, don't, what, you know uh, what? Don't even worry about it anymore. <laughs> you said you went as a cold dad. Uh, no, my favorite costume ever. Oh, your favorite costume ever. Yeah, yeah. best costume ever. Yeah. 
What was it? Uh, well, one one was when I dressed as Reed. Oh, that was, oh, that good. was a good one. Yeah. That yeah. was that was a fun Halloween. That was a good one. Um, and then I was thinking about this the other day because my parents let me go as Satan one year. Oh, mm. really? And it was you know those like the old plastic masks that kind of cut your tongue if mm-hmm. you and uh, they just filled with condensation. So it was one of those like thin plastic masks, and then it was one of those costumes that also it it wasn't even like a full on costume. It was like you got the mask. It was and just then a you cod got, piece, cod piece, got, and a mask. You just no, you yeah, just got that like was a, eyes wide uh, shut. You got nice. a, a smock. There was a smock yes, with I just those. a picture of the character that you were, and you tied it around you. Yeah, yeah. I don't so remember I was, these. Yeah, oh. so I, I had the Satan mask, and then on the on the front, if I recall correctly, it was a full body picture of Satan with a pitchfork, and it just said Satan, and he's like <laughs> standing there with a pitchfork surrounded by flames. You know, like Dude. Satan usually wears a shirt with his own picture on it yeah oh yeah branding yeah. dude 100 yeah, exactly right he's recruiting yeah. so i don't know i don't brand. know why yeah. why that was uh why my parents let is me there photographic sick, evidence but, of this uh i could probably find some yeah yeah dude yeah yeah what age was this um 18, i was 19, probably 20? yeah 24 <laughs> yeah I, i'm guessing 35 i'm guessing seven ah i'm guessing seven Somewhere around there. Little devil. Six or seven. Yeah. Satan. <laughs> What's that? It, it's Satan. It's yeah. just, it's, that's uh-huh. awesome. Did it say Satan? I think it, it said say, Satan. Yeah. Yeah. I think it said Satan and then had a full picture of Satan. So I'll have to it's see if I can find the Satan. But yeah, the way I remember <laughs> yeah. it was just like I had the mask and I had, I may have had a cape. I don't know if the I always cape came a cape. with the costume, but yeah. Yeah. Capes are dope. I think I've said this before, but I would wear a cape now. You can. There is no nothing stopping. stopping you. Yeah. I know. And also, I mean, you run what what would probably can be considered one of the most artsy businesses in your city. So Just start caping it. Yeah, cape yeah. it up. Here's what if you're concerned about getting started with a cape, like, <laughs> uh, you know, I want to be a cape guy, but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, how do you get into capes? Well, here's how you get into capes as okay. a business owner. Okay. You write a dress code policy that says all people <laughs> yeah. working have to have a cape. Yeah. And then you're like, look, it's not my choice. I just work here. Yeah. So it's I the have, rules. I have to Company wear the policy. Yeah, I'm wearing the cape. It doesn't no, say anything like about this cane or this top hat, but the cape I like it. does. I have to wear it. I have to wear it. I mean, cape, uh, James Brown could do it. Yeah, that's true. But I got to have a guy put it on me. Uh-huh. It's true. When you lose I'm gonna your I'm going to have powers. to hire somebody. I'm going to have to hire somebody to put <laughs> it on me. Yeah. Could you drive over to, a, like, a uh, friend of the pod, Adair's house every morning? <laughs> yeah. Cape, hey, cape me up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, you, you really could be a lot more flamboyant uh, <laughs> in, in, your, in your profession. That's true. That I mean, is there, an accurate there is, statement. There is nothing <laughs> stopping you. And uh-huh. in fact, it, it might actually be good for business. Yeah. Because everyone around town would start tracking. It's like, who is that guy? Oh, well, he he's that guy that runs that art shop. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they do the art frame, arts and frames. Uh-huh. He's that art picture, freak. Picture frames. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I mean, he's very creative. Yeah. I mean, he wears a cape. Look at him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna set you that you know, above town Hobby Lobby. You're right. A town is still a place where you could go around town, and if there was a cape guy, you could mention him anywhere, and somebody yep. would know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. You, you might have people just stopping in to see the cape guy. You yeah. can do maybe like, they buy something. Exactly. You could do like local commercials. Uh -huh. These freaky frames Get and my billboard. freaky prices. Get a billboard with the cape <laughs> pulled over my face. Exactly. Yeah. But a picture frame embroidered uh -huh. on the cape. Yeah. 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 It's a, and it says I want to I want to match your art. Yeah. <laughs> I want to frame your your art. Yeah. yeah. You are you are desiring. Museum yeah. glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot there. Would you remember uh, the guy? Was it? Is I think it was Fitzgerald's, with the guy who always had the Basset Hound, just drove around town in his truck, always had a Basset Hound. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, there was that, and then there was the people, the Baron Baron's Paint Spot. They always yeah. had the kids pouring paint all over each other in their commercials. Mm. You could be that guy, but a cape. Maybe I should shoot a commercial. Dude, I don't know how you don't just spend the first hour of every day after your flapjacks nap, get up, just shoot a commercial, just practice. Yeah. You already have a podcast. There is a giant billboard right across the street yes. from my yeah. shop. Yeah. Yes. I've always considered just you a real content a big creator. Old, big whole arrow on there. <laughs> we can we can take we can take no. this business brainstorming offline though. I, I feel like this is oh, okay. this is probably a longer discussion, but we've got we've got a lot of headlines. Okay, here. okay. Hey, hey, I, hear I mean you. let me hang my cape up. Okay. But I do want to talk about this last headline first. So hey Rowdy. Oh hey. How about some sports? <sighs> this one here. Look at look at uh, me. well it's not it's not sports, but is that okay? okay. Yes. Is it okay if I don't start with sports? Yeah, I we, guess. Yeah, how about we, it? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to uh, see if this jogged any memories for you guys. Okay. So in March of nineteen ninety seven. Okay. All right. A, a quote creature of unknown origin or type. Unquote. Uh -huh was found in sludge pits at Delphi Interior and Lighting Systems Plant 9 in beautiful Anderson, Indiana. No. Do you, you don't recall nine. the story? The, the creature from Plant 9. Or actually, I you should say creatures. Do you know the plant numbers, Snoop? I'm trying so to plant, think. So plant, plant 9 is... I looked it up. Okay. So it's, it's, it was Guide Lamp. Oh, okay. Oh, here, right here they're from referring the to it as, as Delphi Interior and Lighting Systems, Plant 9. But yes, yeah, because they sold off before they killed all the fish two years mm. later. Because mm -hmm. they said tw uh, 29th and 29th and MLK. Pendleton, Pendleton Avenue. Yeah, Pendleton, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. So this this story hit, uh, it was record, re re reported by your buddy, uh, Ken de la Bastide. Oh yeah, so you, might, you might have yeah. to you might have to check in with him and and, and maybe Colleague. follow up. Um, so the the uh, the EPA and the Indiana Department of Environmental Management um, I confirmed mm -hmm. that GM workers found what one employee described as a quote squid-like creature when the pits were being cleaned in November 1996. 
Um, what kind a, of pit? What was in the pit? Okay, so the 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 did they open up the pit? The, the sludge the sludge pit. Don't uh, open the pit. Contained <laughs> antifreeze, stripper, oil, and polyol, well, course, yeah. which is a chemical mixture used in the formation polyol? of plastic bumpers. Mm. Okay. And a one plant nine worker said that the that it was an earthworm colored creature that was six to eight inches long with tentacles and possibly eyes. Now, they they took they, there were actually several of the creatures in this sludge pit. One of the creatures, some of the employees took one of the creatures out of the pit and killed it and then placed it in a jar yes. where it sat for several days in, in, in the work area. But after a few days, it was stolen. And mm-hmm. but yeah, they said there were several Smithsonian of them swimming. Smithsonian came to town. Yeah, several it was swimming quote in the pit. Stolen. Mm-hmm. So the EPA said that they had never. So this is uh, Tamara Ole of the EPA. She said they did find something in one of the pits. They collected it and were going to have it sent off and tested to confirm what it was, but the sample disappeared. Um, she said when they clean that pit if GM finds something they will take another sample and have it tested they also want to find out what it was and she said she has never run across anything like this before in her work with the EPA wow so, here's yeah. my thoughts I have thoughts on this one okay, okay. Uh, this just pr- proves that uh, that tweet true that if back in the 90s if me and my friends found E.T. We'd oh, have yeah. beat him to death with baseball yeah. bats. Without <laughs> doubt. <laughs> yeah. Put it in a jar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They found a creature of unknown origin, unknown uh, unknown phylum. Uh, genus, unknown, kingdom. Genus. Yes, yeah. everything. Class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they said, kill it. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Hell and yeah. Then, and then if you find another one, put it in a jar. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not feeding it Reese's Pieces. Or as I yeah. like to say, Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Reese's uh, Pieces, yes. You're not, you're not dressing it up. You're not no. putting it on a bike. No, it's dying. So that's the first thing I have to say. Secondly, mm-hmm. are we sure this just wasn't like pieces of a mop head? Pieces of what? A mop head or something that fell oh, in. Oh, a mop head. Well, yeah. so a, oh. uh, a, a person a from run. a spokeswoman for Delphi in, in, from Detroit said that the plant officials said that when they were draining the water from the pit, they found a, probably draining it into the White River, by the way. Right, yeah. This uh, oh, of course, idea. yeah. <laughs> said that when they were draining water from the pit, they found a bacterial growth. And she said, quote, they described it as the type of bacteria that would form when organic matter is placed in fresh water. They considered it, they consider it harmless. And she said that the fresh water got into the pit when a sprinkler line broke. So, are we it, sure we should be did, listening to anybody? She did confirm that there was a sample collected November fifteenth, which disappeared in early December. So yeah, November fifteenth, nineteen ninety six, was when they found the creature. Disappeared in early December. It was reported on March of ninety seven. And two years later, they killed every fish from Anderson to Indianapolis. Exactly. Yes. That's right. Interesting. This yeah. alien life form. We shouldn't, yeah. first mm-hmm. off, we so, shouldn't Yeah, so listening. for those of you who don't know, yeah, in 1999, the same plant 
released 1.6 million gallons of water filled with sodium thiocarbamate, which is a chemical reagent for removing heavy metals from contaminated water, and then use yep. that to then contaminate, oh, about anywhere from 40 to 100 miles of the White River. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Killing yeah, they millions more, of fish. They were trying to they were trying to flush the system. The they had their own water treatment plant, and they were trying to flush the system because the chemistry got off or something, and they ended up using fifty times the cleaning agents that they used on a regular schedule all at once, flushed it into the sewer system, and it went to the Anderson treatment plant and killed all of the bacteria in the Anderson treatment plant, and so just raw sewage and chemicals chemicals were dumped into the river. And they, and they didn't report it until someone in Noblesville that was fishing noticed that the river was foaming, the rocks oh were stained gosh. white, and all the fish were floating on the surface of the water. That's what I remember was the foaming. That yeah. people, like, they, all the pictures of it just... All foaming. the rocks that stuck out of the water had, like, a bleach line around them uh-huh. where they, like, yeah, it was wild. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so to your point, Snoop, I guess... We probably shouldn't trust anything that a Delphi spokesperson well, I wouldn't from trust Detroit anything that says, right? I, I, that a, someone from Detroit wants to tell me exactly. about environmental <laughs> impacts. Exactly. Like, this is fine. That yeah, entire be- town is a super fund site. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, they yeah. at one point wanted to rename it just Brownfield. Yeah. <laughs> so Good yeah. luck. That's their yeah. motto now. Good luck growing anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the uh, the the other thing it, it did make it into the Sun, the tab the supermarket tabloid. Um, oh really? Yeah. Well, I so thought you it, meant it, the. I thought you meant the actual like it got. Oh, outside. the actual creature. Yeah, I don't I don't know about <laughs> that, but. They but killed it the and threw no, it into the sun. They've never, we, we've <laughs> yeah. never found, uh, we've never found any other. There, there's been no other clues since then that I can tell. So I think, one, Reed, you need to talk to your friend who works at the Anderson Herald Bulletin, yep. see if, see, see what he might know about this. Um, the only other thing I could find that was e- even somewhat, uh, you know, potentially helpful, is there was a someone had shared some of these articles on Reddit. And uh, someone commented on that Reddit thread and said, I used to be a security guard on nights and would have to walk through and turn a key box back in this room in Plant 9. This is a true story, and I saw the bottles with these squid-like creatures. There were several jars scattered all along the pit walls, and they had what really looked like small varying sizes of some breed of squid. Most were white in color in the gray slurry they found them in. I never knew this made the newspaper. So, Interesting. Yeah. Well, y'all have to pick up a pack of Merit menthols and go see Ken and get the inside <laughs> story. Yeah. Yeah, start feeding them cigarettes like you're an old, <laughs> an old film noir. Yeah. So you guys, you, neither of you knew your own city's cryptid story? I didn't know we had a cryptid. I mean, I mean I'm not besides surprised Puck by it. You've got yeah. Puck I bet that's what it was. I bet it was a mutant Puck Wedgie. I don't know. Or the puck wedgies put that in there to freak everybody out. They Uh could. Get them off the scent. I mean, puck wedgies love blue denim shirts. They were just there stealing the workers' clothes Mm. and (laughs) threw in a couple squid into the slurry. Obviously. 
Yeah. Or, or case, right now, case closed. <laughs> that same location. Moving on. <laughs> that that location right now is a, a uh, there are two factories for a company called Surmax. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so they make spell um, it. They produce and research and develop polio polyolefins, which are a family of thermoplastics, including it's great for the environment. Polypropylene. Well, the their second plant that that neighbors that one uh their focus is on uh recycling plastics to produce new green raw materials for the american market so i mean yeah so now okay. it's just tons of microplastics all over the yeah. place i'm sure well that's what that place. site was anyway they said if you dug down more than three feet the dirt turned pink and yellow and like all the oh colors that's of the the i remember you talking about that. yeah okay. all the colors of the lenses that they made out hmm. there over the years that's also where they made the uh, liberator pistol during world war ii hmm. the one-shot pistol that had instructions oh, in multiple yeah. languages that they threw out of planes so that these civilians could shoot nazis Oh, I thought it was so the Nazis could kill themselves. No. No, that's too bad. Yeah. But anyway, well, I just thought that good. was a that would be a fun thing to cover. That's a for cryptid Halloween. story of yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have yeah. to do some research on this. Do some digging, yeah. Creature from Plant Nine. All right. Very nice. All right. Well, what's next? Well, um, this headline just says, "I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes." Connor Stallins. That's right, Rowdy. As you'll remember, last week I told you there was a, a, a sign-stealing scandal mm. at the University of Michigan. Well, that story has not gone away. In fact, it has gotten juicier. It's escalated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Juicier, juicier. So the, the breaking news today on it was that um, this gentleman, what was his name, Connor Stallions, was caught on video on the sideline, on the field sideline, at a Central Michigan game with sunglasses on. It was a night game, and Central Michigan was playing Michigan State, and this was the week before Michigan State was going to play Michigan. So he's there at on the Central Michigan sidelines, not affiliated with the team at all, but in a hat and shirt the whole nine, but with glasses on at night. Stealing Michigan signs, allegedly. Now, how there long is ago a, was this? This was either last season or the season before. Okay. It was. He's only been there two seasons. Like, okay. This season or last. So it season, must right? be last season. I don't think it was this season, but I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, so much so that I guess one of the running backs got tackled out of out of bounds and went into the like bench area. And everybody around was, like, trying to slow the guy down, like, stand him up, one of the Michigan State players. But when this happened, and I guess there's video of it because it was on TV, Connor Stallions t grabs the bill of his hat and puts his head down and covers his face because he knows that the cameras are going to follow this guy out of bounds. Hmm. Wow. So evidently he's got connections at other schools to actually get on the sideline to uh you know steal the signs or or plays or whatever information all information he's gathering jim McElwain, head coach of uh central michigan said that they have gone back through and looked at all the field passes issued field passes issued for that game and no one on the team 
gave him a field pass or and he doesn't know who this guy is or how he got on the field. Well, now there are a lot of Michigan connections at Central Michigan in terms of like ex coaches, coordinators, trainers, etc. So there was probably some link there. I think even McElwain was at Michigan at one point. But he wasn't just on. He was he with just, the players on the bench. Right. He wasn't yeah. just field level. He was right. with the players. Wow. Yeah, the rest of the allegations are that he bought tickets to over 30 Big Ten games, like 11 different stadiums, and he was hiring people to sit behind each bench hmm. and video well, and take and notes. And earlier this week, he was. Uh, they found that he had got uh, had bought tickets to some SEC games and Big 12 games. Yep. Because he bought a game, one ticket to Tennessee. Did you guys cover last week that Tennessee fan board where he had mentioned that there was that Connor Stallions was at the Tennessee game? This was I did hear that. I did that hear was that. Months yeah. before this came out. Yeah. This was in January. Yeah. That there was there was record of him hmm. or yep. alleged record of him being there at the Tennessee game. This is yeah. This is dirty. this is a this, this is, is a wild story. I mean, I know that Saban and uh, Deion Sanders and some people have kind of been somewhat dismissive when they've been asked about it. But probably I mean, because they, they're doing it too, right? Well, either that or they just they ain't touching this. It's there's nothing good can come from touching this. Hmm. <laughs> but it is interesting that last year, as you'll remember, Rowdy, Michigan played TCU in the semifinal matchup in the college football playoff and lost by three points. TCU uh, officials have come out now and said as soon as the brackets for the college football playoff were set last year, that several staff members at TCU got calls from staff members at Ohio State informing them that Michigan steals signs. And so they kept their old signs, created new signs, and then threw both of them up as dummy calls to confuse Michigan, and they ended hmm. up beating them, I think it was 53-49 or something. 45-51. 45-51, there you go. Scoregami. <laughs> In overtime, I thought. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yes. That, that to me is crazy that this could be that Ohio State made the call. And that, yeah. that may have, because <clears throat> not only did they beat Michigan, but a lot of people didn't give them a chance in that game. That's right. That's right. So they had them on the back foot. And, and Michigan's defense is one of the reasons the way they were, is the big reason why they were there. And then all of a sudden you have this team flying around the field yep. against this very uh, vaunted defense. Very interesting. Yep. It is interesting, isn't so it? So does it go to the top? I think without question. Yeah. Yeah, and if it doesn't it do, uh, the uh, the penalty whether Harbaugh knew about it or he didn't know about it I think will be the same. We've seen this before because then they'll just say, "Well, you're the top dog. You should have known about it if you didn't." So Right. You're getting hit. But here's the thing is I think Harbaugh's walking after this year anyway and with this uh Firing in the NFL, I think now I'm more convinced than ever that he's going to walk. And so Michigan will, you know, in three years, Michigan will vacate some wins Mm. because the 
the only thing that moves slower than the criminal justice system is the NCA's justice system, <laughs> NCAA's justice system. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but I have heard that, like, I think that this has happened before. If there's a big enough scandal that the NFL at least would have some sort of penalty. They can carry him. it over, and they have done that at least once historically. I forget who it was, but they were suspended for six games coming into their NFL contract. There you go. Which is weird that that's a thing. I kind of get it. I also don't get it. But, I mean, I get it in terms of it being about sportsmanship and football specifically and all that. But these are two different entities. But, hey, Goodell oh. can do whatever he wants. You're going to like – you know who that six-game suspension was. Who? You're going to like this. Okay. It was Jim Tressel. Oh, <laughs> was it really? When he was hired. By the Colts? By the Colts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. It, oh, man. I mean, I hate Jim Tressel and the Poison Nuts, but that <laughs> dude got got hosed relative to things that have happened since. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. To, you run him out of town over some tattoos. Oh, yeah. I Free mean, tattoos. that was insane. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being run out of town, uh, I heard you guys were uh, celebrating earlier about your buddy Josh McDaniels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Josh McDaniels, Raiders head coach, fired last night at 1 a.m. Eastern. Oh, so wow. 10 p. Vegas time. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, there was a story going around Twitter or whatever earlier today that made me so happy that I just, it had to be true, but uh, evidently it's not. But uh, it was alleged that McDaniels showed up to the facility on Halloween yesterday dressed a known, as... A known Halloween enthusiast. They is he? McDaniels, <laughs> okay. is, according to the story, he's, yeah. he always goes all out on Halloween. So that was not a surprise, even though they just lost, what was it, 14-26 yeah. against the Lions. A on terrible Monday. performance. Yeah. On, yeah, on Monday. He shows up the next day dressed like Mark Davis. So the yeah. little boy but. Fauntleroy of the NFL. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, you said that, not and me. They just, s- hey, Mr. Davis, I just want you to know, <laughs> yeah. he said that, not me. He said that. I think uh, he's a very cool dude. <laughs> yeah. He does seem, I mean, I would, I would sit down and chat with him, no doubt. Um, so they say, the, the article reports, or the tweet reports that, um, Mark kind of found it funny, and if you're really going to dress up like Mark Davis, then you got to eat like Mark Davis. So you're going to order, they uh, Mark Davis ordered McDaniel's PF Chang's. Uh, Chang's. Yeah. And, the, and then it re, then it reports that the fortune cookie, the fortune and the fortune cookie, what? just said you're fired. Hot shot. Hot, hot shot. shot. I forgot the hot you're shot. Fired, yeah, hot you're shot. fired. Hot shot. You're fired. Hot shot. That's even better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, that that story is just too beautiful to not it, be oh, real. So we're God, just gonna, could you imagine? Like uh, he, yeah. here tonight, it's we're real. gonna choose to believe yeah. it's, it's real. real. Yeah. Yeah. That really happened. He was forced to uh, walk out while dressed as the man who had just fired him. Yeah, so awesome. Uh, 
And so I, I would like to note that a lot of the reporting on this firing is inaccurate. It says that this is the second head coaching job that he has had in the NFL. That is not true. He And I looked right. this up. He was the Indianapolis Colts coach for eight hours and 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Until he ran back to Big Daddy uh, Bill Belichick. Yep. Yeah, they also which fired. I can't blame him at that moment in Colts history. <laughs> mm, yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it turned out okay. Yeah. They also oh, fired yeah. their general manager Dave Ziegler. Yeah, that was a surprise. And but the I offensive like it. coordinator, which. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Sense. And the coordinator. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, who was that? Matt Patricia. <laughs> uh, and they have benched Jimmy Garoppolo and are starting uh, Boilermaker, Purdue Boilermaker, Aiden O'Connell. Hey, man, it's a new day in Sin City, baby. Changes are being made for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Shuffle the deck. While we're on the topic of coaches, should we uh, visit our friend Tyler from Spartanburg? Sure, oh, let's do it. This is actually what made my week. So <laughs> Dabo Swinney, the 4-4 four and four Clemson Tiger head coach. You just uh, got has, hate in your heart. Let it out. Should I put a, a timer on this? Yeah, How much time you nah, Just let him just give let me, him roll. Give me a couple yeah. minutes at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, count now. Start the timer. Um, Sweeney has a... Dabo I'll, has I'll, a radio show. I won't stop show. you until you start moaning in pleasure, okay? Yeah, okay, that. fair enough. If that happens, uh, I'm cutting you off. So, like most coaches, Dabo Sweeney has a uh, radio show, and uh, it takes callers. And I have been known to watch Coach Saban's radio show and take callers, and it can get, you know, a little, a little contentious at times. You know, you got people probably beard up, you know, calling in, boo-hooing about their team or whatever to the coach. Well, uh, Tyler from Spartanburg was no such caller. Tyler had a file folder of receipts (laughs) and a litany of grievances of which he he went on for two two and a half minutes uh, listing off his grievances that included... Um, you make $11.5 million a year. What are we getting for this money? Uh, I was overseas in the military during the big run where you won two national championships, but ever since then it really feels like you've become real arrogant. Uh, I don't know if you're a man of faith, or I know you're a man of faith, Coach, but I don't know if you're familiar with Proverbs talking about uh, pride coming before the fall. Just on and on. It was so awesome you're you're hiring your friends and family on the staff you know all of this and Dabo finally cuts him off like just I finally, said after yeah, two and just, a half just minutes cuts I, him off. I'm, I'm done listening to you Tyler Tyler and then just goes into a diatribe about how basically if you want to sum it up in, from my perspective how fans shouldn't have certain expectations Fans like that are the problem. That's, I don't yeah, give a damn how much money I make. I started at the lowest paying job in football and worked my way up. And I was the uh, I was the lowest paid employee in football ever. I think yeah. is what he said. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you're he hit, talking talking what? about wins and records, and I mean, it was just like, dude, 
here's my take on it, and then you guys can go for it. Firstly, you don't ever blame the fans. Secondly, I would. <laughs> this I know the, you would. The criticism, I've, I've heard you. the criticism that he's getting, is his own fault. When you go seventy and seven and win two national titles, you set a precedent and an expectation, friend. And then when yes. you go fourteen and seven and start the season four and four, people are going to be irate. I mean, what do you expect? Your team sucks, especially right. that you refuse to evolve in terms of how we've talked about before his refusal to use the portal or support NIL. Because Rowdy, what's NIL? It's at Clemson. NIL is the name, the Lord's name, image, and likeness. Oh, that's right. Done Remember that one? Yeah, at a, that's right. the State mm -hmm. School of Clemson. <laughs> I mean, University South Carolina. This guy is is something else. Yeah, I I think he hit all the highlights, which I appreciate. Which was, if you think you can do it better, uh, you know, you. If you think you can do it better, you should apply, and I yeah. wish you luck. That was a good one. Uh, appreciation over expectations, that's what they teach there. Uh, and then f continue to show no appreciation for Tyler's continued, both his continued uh, fan support and his service. Because and his service better. to the Empire. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to me, to me, Tyler's call felt more like an intervention, right? It, right. He's only calling uh, That's how he I heard it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's concerned. What's going on? Yeah. He's he's here in the pride and he wants to stop him before the fall. Yeah. Yep. Right? And then and, so. and and to show him that that's not the problem, all Dabo did yeah. was say, "Look, I've succeeded no matter where I've been and I'll continue to succeed and I'll show you <laughs> that I don't need people yeah. like you." You know, he really showed him that I'm not I, prideful. I've I just, just never remember, lost. Yeah. I just, I just can't lose. When he's listening off everything, he goes, I, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to be in football. I wanted to get married. I got married. I, I wanted to have children. I had two sons and raised them. I, and it's just like, where is this going, oh, yeah. dude? Yeah. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> he hit a nerve, down. boy. Oh, yeah, my goodness. got under his skin. <laughs> I think it's interesting. I, I guess to me, part of it is like, uh, when you sports see is how so much. Dumb. <laughs> how much money is being poured into these sports anyway? And then you have somebody like Tyler in Spartanburg that I don't know what Tyler does. He may be all we he may be disabled, uh, a disabled vet for all that, we know. Yeah. He probably doesn't have a lot of disposable income and he's spending it on Clemson and he's spending his time thinking about Clemson. So to ask somebody who has with the disparity of wealth that's happening in sports as it is, to ask somebody, hey bud like you're getting paid one thousand times more than I make. <laughs> yeah. To be mediocre. Yeah. What's and that's going, not including have, what he's getting paid to have a radio show. Can we have some accountability here? Yeah. And and at least say what are you what are your plans here? I think you're getting left behind, and I think you're just all you're doing is becoming prideful and leaning on what happened prior. And then Dabo went on to ex say those exact things. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> is it? I think that's part of what's happening in these conversations now. It's like you're eleven and a half million dollars, right? And then refusing to even entertain the idea that these players of his should get any money. 
Mm -hmm. refusing to use the portal and saying, oh, no, we bring them in. Uh, develop they, players. They don't develop them. No, clearly. not anymore. Like, yeah. They so, used to. I, I mean, they had a, a good, what, six, eight-year dominant stretch. 11 years. 11 yeah. years. So it's uh, it was... It I loved it. Something Tyler, to behold. Tyler is awesome. Yeah. They need the to have him on game day. better is if he had just called him Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Dabo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tyler oh. from Strasburg. What's the, next? We go uh, I don't know. You guys want to go to baseball or basketball? What are we feeling? Baseball or basketball? Base what's basketball? Rangers or Bucks? Oh. Oh. Let's do the Bucks. Your choice. Let's right, do the Bucks. Okay. All right. Uh, so it's it's gone viral. So most most people have probably seen this. Um, but I wanted to get your reactions to the flavor flav version <laughs> of the Star Spangled Banner when uh, he sang it in in the uh, in Sunday night's game of the Bucks versus the Hawks. Um, he. According to Flavor Flav, he really, really wanted to uh, sing the national anthem at some point. So he talked to uh, the president of the Bucks and said, "Can I sing the national anthem one day at the game?" And so he just uh, like cold called him. I guess I don't know. He says I got with the president of the Milwaukee Bucks, Peter Feigen, and uh, and he said, "Send me a video of you doing it." So I sent him a video of me doing it. They liked it. They gave me the invitation and the opportunity. So I jumped on it, man. I jumped on it and knocked it out of the box, and it was fun. It was great. I had a good time, and it was it was something. I mean, it was. Uh, I will say he put his heart into it. Uh, Changed some lyrics. It was, yeah, I think he got most of the words he got right. Loose. Right? Yeah, he was freestyling. I mean, yeah, just a, a word here or there. He got all yeah. the words. Were they in the right place? No, right. But they were there. They were there. Yeah. It also, so, uh, take the over. It, w oh, it yeah. felt it like it was long. like four minutes long. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. glad you. I'm glad you mentioned that. I so think I, it was I, a, I over a minute it. forty-seven is what I saw. So it is. It is longer than that. Um, <laughs> any any guesses? What's your? What's I'm going to say two forty-two. No. Because okay. he goes, the brave, the brave. Like he he really stretches mm -hmm. it at the okay. end. Two forty-two. Two eighteen. Two eighteen. Okay. Read. Read your closest. It was really two minutes, two minutes and thirty-eight seconds. <laughs> wow! So to that put is that into really long. Yeah, that's a whole that minute longer. The mm. average, the average of Super Bowl national anthems mm -hmm. is a minute and fifty-five point five seconds. So close, right. close to that two-minute mark. Yeah. Um, but if you if you put Flavor Flav's anthem next to all of the other Super Bowl national anthems, it would be longer than any of them. Combined? Uh, yeah, <laughs> felt, yes. felt like it. Yes. Um, the, the closest, so he was, he was 2 minutes and 38 seconds. The second, uh, well, I guess the longest Super Bowl national anthem, who do you think it was? Chris Stapleton. Nope. No, that was short. Was it Whitney? It, nope. Booker T and the MGs. Nope. Uh, you just want me to tell you? Yes, please. Yeah. It was uh, Starbucks' favorite, Alicia Keys. 
Oh. Uh, with two minutes and 36 seconds. So she was Dang. only too shy of Flavor Flav. Yeah, that was at Super Bowl 47. Was that partly uh, because she did like a piano intro, though? Maybe. I don't know. I, I haven't watched Either her way. performance. So uh, Lady Gaga clocked in at two minutes and 22 seconds at Super Bowl 50. And then Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church were two That's minutes the one and 16 I was trying seconds. To That's yeah. the one I was trying to think of was Eric Church. It was a long Church. anthem. It was a long anthem. Now... So the average Super Bowl anthem is, is a minute 55. But if you look at the early days of the Super Bowl when the national anthem was performed by, it would be like... Like a local a, guy. A, 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 an orchestra or, or the a military, yeah, or a military mm -hmm. band. The average of those, which I would, I would say, like, those are the people who, like, they're playing the national anthem all the time. So uh, when you get the pro anthem players, they're clocking in at between about a minute and 10 seconds and a minute and 20 seconds. So oh, wow. all of these people could stand to just speed it up. Yeah. Just speed it up. I, here's what here's what I'd like to hear. Maybe you can put this together. Rowdy, I'm going to put this on you to do okay. for me next week. Thanks. Uh, I want all of the national anthems you can find from the Super Bowl and this one. And maybe uh, Fergie's. Throw Fergie's in there. Oh, yeah, her all-star one. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to all start at the same time. Oh. And play them all. And oh, I want to I want to you know, want that? I want to know what it sounds like. Because they're all different lengths, too, so they're going to slowly, uh -huh. like, drop out. It'll be like a round. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would sound And then terrible. it would just end with the brave, the brave. Yeah. Flavor, oh, flavor. I'm well, and, and yeah, boy. The, the the best will be factoring in the shortest national anthem at any Super Bowl ever, which was Neil Diamond. He he did it in a minute and two seconds. Good, got in, got out, Knocked got paid it out. Dang, he skipped, Neil. He may have skipped some lines. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how he did that, but he wasn't. You know, <laughs> he just walked out and said, "I'm gonna start with the second verse." Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of these people, you know, they're I'll doing do all live. their vocal theatrics yeah. and everything. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. It, yeah. Flavor Flav didn't do too much till the end. And it then was. He, then he, it was. I mean, I clicked on it ready to just cringe, and while it did have some cringe elements, it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Because when he, st you know, when it goes up with the uh oh, the Carl Lewis moment, mm -hmm. I just thought, oh mm -hmm. man. But he got there. He just Dead. he just took like three or four beats between every phrase. Oh, right, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, so yeah, I I respect him he for was doing it. Out, he, he, he yeah, he was said, nice. "I can't live my life worried what people might say about me. I won't let that stop me from trying new things and doing things I want to do. Some people might not like that, but a sure failure is if you stop trying." So I love it, Flave. Yeah, I mean, flavor, if you're 64 says, years old and you're flavor, this is not the last flavor. time. Okay, bring this it is, on. This is not the last time we will hear him do an anthem. So I'm ready. Stay tuned. Real quick, uh, quick, real right. quick, congratulations to the Texas Rangers who just were able to sh shut out the. Uh, they Arizona won it all. Huh? In game five to win the World Series, four games to one. They were, they scored five runs in the last two innings, all with two outs. Wow. Yeah, so three in the eighth and two in the ninth. 
Uh, Corey Seager is your MVP. Congratulations, that was my pick for MVP too. Hmm. This is the second MVP in the World Series. His first was in 2020 with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So now this he's got the, he's got one in both leagues and for two different teams. Obviously, they're both leagues. So, well, you heard it here first. No, well, I mean, you probably breaking got news. A notification on your phone. I mean, but. it's crazy that we're getting this live. I yeah. know. I was so, watching it. All of our all of our Twitch followers are finding out. Edited and uploaded hours later, you'll get to hear it. Congratulations like it to Bruce Bochy, who has won his. He's the third coach to win manager to win uh, World Series in both leagues, leading the San Francisco Giants to three, and now the Rangers to one. Their first. Their since first 2011, ever. right? Oh, first, so, yeah, that was their appearance. Yeah, this was their first World Series ever, and the, they started in 1961. Hmm. Pretty cool. What's next? Guess, yeah. Baseball's over. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I guess baseball's <laughs> over, so let's Yeah, talk. but you know what's still going? NASCAR. Yeah, well, when is it not? Think about it. Exactly. December. That's, that's what I found out today. That's why it's not a sport. Yeah, not a sport at all. You can do it year-round. It's not a yeah, sport. not a sport. Running, not a sport. Nope. <laughs> anyway, an guess what else? College football? Do you want to talk college football, or you want to talk about this delicious $99 beef shank? Well, let's cover this beef shank first. Yeah, since it's okay. baseball adjacent. Yeah. Baseball adjacent. So the, the Texas Rangers had uh, two specialty meals that they were uh, offering during the World Series. One was a $250 lobster roll meal at Globe Life Field. Now, lobster roll, kind of pricey anyway. $250, what are we doing here? But it is a uh, three-foot, two-foot-long lobster roll that is also, that also comes with a two-foot-long burger called the Boomstick Burger. And a two-foot-long uh, boomstick hot dog, which is covered mm-hmm. in nacho cheese, chili, jalapenos, and caramelized onions. So you're getting for two hundred fifty six feet of sandwich. A uh, lot of lot of turf, a little bit of surf. The lobster roll also, but the the thing that I think Miss is me with the surf. Roll, it comes with beef tenderloin on it too, and it's served on a red bun. Red, oh, like red very 20? red, like probably red, red five, red forty. Ugh. It's gonna do you wrong, Reed. Yeah, not, can't handle that. They also had this ninety-nine dollar beef shank, which looked unreal. Yeah, that looked delicious. The Mol- Heimhammer. Oh, yes, the Heimhammer. Okay. Yeah, yeah named oh, after could... their all-star catcher Jonah Heim. Yeah. It's a ninety-nine dollar taco, with hand-carved beef shank on it. They well, showed it on one of the games, and the announcer said everyone in the crew had one, and everyone is happy. Yeah, I mean, it does wow. look amazing, because when you get it, it comes, like, it's on it's on the bone. Like, it's a shank, so the meat's all on the bone. It, look, it does look like some kind of hammer or club. And then they just give you a bunch of taco sh- uh, uh, tortillas, and then they give you salsa. Guac? Uh I don't know about guac, but they give you limes, uh, cilantro and onions, and salsa. And nice. you basically just, you know, uh, 
Shave it off. What, what would shear you, it off. Sha yeah, shear off the, the meat, and then you've got yourself some tacos. So The one I saw, they actually did the cutting off of the bone, and then they just left the bone on there like they're a Flintstone. Mm-hmm. And then well, they served you? it up that way. I, I wouldn't, no, but I'm I guess throwing that you bone suck on the, the marrow out of something like that. The bones, uh, the bones for rowdy fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just a, the bone's a souvenir. Let that soak in a beer yeah. for a while. You paid for it. You might as well keep it. Oh yeah, that's one way. That's one way to look at it. Is that how you feel about all packaging for all of your products that you've ever gotten? Hey, I didn't just buy this bread. I bought this bread bag, so I'm gonna keep this. You should see my basement. That's all it is. I, I have an wow. idea. You have a lot of those red lines of bologna. Just in case yeah, I need the wax. Casing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I paid for the wax too. <laughs> I'm not throwing it away. <laughs> I'll I'll find a use for it one of these days. Yeah. It's my craft room. Yeah. There you go. Who knows? Scrapbook. <laughs> I mean, how great would it be to have that bone and then have you know some of the uh, the Rangers players autograph it? That that would be a one of. Okay. All right. And then well, you bring I, it to the caped framer for a treatment. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> There you go. Nice little shadow box. <laughs> How would you do that? I know you've read. You've done some things. Would that be oh, a? Yeah. Would that be a? Uh, sorry if I'm getting into some trade secrets. Would that be? Would you sew it into the box? Would you use some fishing line? Would you Either fishing line or, um, on a bone, like just a random bone. It's not like an artifact. So I might just silicone it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I like to silicone things. Yeah. Like I silicone buckets to my Because it's, yeah. it's not going to damage the bone. Right. And right? it's not like, like a, it's it. not going to, you know, you could peel it right off. And it's not like an artifact, like a fossil or something that you wouldn't want to put anything on. So, uh -huh. yeah. Hashtag silicone the bone. Silicone the bone. Yeah. Well. I like it. So now you know where to go. Park Place Arts with that. Our, our artistic cape man. Mm -hmm, that yeah. cape, that dude with the cape. Yeah. What else we got? We're we're almost out of time. Well, here. let's let's we gotta spend some time with college football here, right? All right. So I don't. I'm assuming this is college football, right? Rose Bowl robbery. Oh, correct. Is. That is college football. So Rowdy on Saturday, uh, Deion Sanders and the California Buffaloes traveled to Los Angeles to play the UCLA yeah. Bruins at the Rose Bowl, which is their home field. And while they were playing the game, someone went into the locker room and stole a bunch of players' jewelry. Mm. Smart. That now, <laughs> further reporting, further reporting. Because you know where they are, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're busy. Uh, <laughs> further reporting has revealed that I guess UCLA's locker room also got robbed. Now, what's interesting about this is this is the second time that a Deion Sanders coach team has been robbed at a football game. There was also a robbery. Actually, this is called grand theft because it's over $950 in value in the state of California. That's all mm. it takes to be a grand theft? Yeah, $950. And what is it in San Francisco? They, won't, they don't stop you for shoplifting under $750 or something? $600 or something? That was mm. one of those rules going around. I don't know if that's real, but um, the team also got robbed in when uh, Dion was at Jackson State. Mm. And he's taken some criticism for his comments towards Jackson State uh, when they got robbed versus his comments now um, with 
Colorado. But he did Which say in his what? He, How so? well that he was criticizing the school letting it happen, whereas in at the UCLA game, he was more focused on that the NCAA should reimburse the players. He would hope that as he's he had a quote uh, paraphrasing here that the NCAA makes enough money, I would hope that they could reimburse the players because they're not going to get their stuff back. Now, there you go. I would think there would be some kind of cameras or key swipe or something that would happen Yeah. at some schools, but the Rose Bowl is so old, I don't know if they're... I mean, I'm sure they oh. have, have been wired to some kind of more contemporary technology, but I don't know if they would have all that action. Well, that's a very smart grand theft. That is a very grand theft. Uh -huh, it was. It's a grand theft. It's... It's grand on on many scales. I'm guessing these lo this locker room doesn't have safes in each locker, like all these new locker rooms do, like LSU and Alabama mm. and all those locker rooms. They have safes oh, in the locker. They can lock up their uh -huh. okay. lock your phone up and your wallet and all that. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that'd be the other fun thing to go in and steal all these players' phones and get all their get all their secrets. Get all their DMs. Mm hmm. Hmm. Get all the si get all well, the signals for their uh, for the team off of their phones. Maybe it was just some guys going in there thinking they could get some magic cards, and then they ended up getting <laughs> all that jewelry. Yeah. And you, I would think too that most of this jewelry, I would assume, is some kind of like custom piece. Like you know, a lot of guys wear their numbers or their name or something. So like. When you go to pawn it's gonna be it, hard to sell. Yeah, when you go to pawn yeah. it or sell it or whatever, it's like unless you're just selling it to a jeweler that's gonna melt it down or whatever, which is probably yeah, I mean, the most likely. Pop, pop the pop the gems, pop the and, diamonds yeah. out. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably what easy, it is. Easy it's peasy. Chop shop. Yeah, they can yeah. come talk to me. We'll figure something out. Yeah, you've got words. Uh, we well, do have a we do also have a commission cast. We should probably get to. <laughs> Commissioner, I'm just calling in on my weekly call in. I, I didn't call in last week because college football didn't happen last weekend, <laughs> right? That's at least at least not in my world. So um, yeah, but Notre Dame just uh, put an absolute beat down on a pit team that, it, frankly, is pits really bad. Like <laughs> there's not a whole lot to pull from this game other than pit sucks. So. Um, but, however, two games in a row where our offense, our defense, and our special teams score touchdowns, so that's kind of a good feeling. Feels good. Uh, a little disappointed to see that uh, Clemson lost today because now we go to Clemson next week, and I don't know how to feel about that. That's going to be a team whose back's either up against the wall and they're going to, like, play their hearts out or it's a team that um, is dead upon arrival and but that doesn't really do anything to help us out anyways um, and truth be told we really just need to get to 10 and 2 uh, to potentially make a New Year's 6 Bowl as your Irish update uh, as for the rest of college football uh, we need to get the sound minister in here to uh, 
help us clear up what the heck's going on with Michigan because that's all I heard this whole week leading up to <laughs> today was, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't even want to pay attention to It's not my team, so I don't care. So, um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, listened to the show last week, which is why I'm calling uh, Reed's phone as opposed to Snoop's because, I mean, clearly Reed is the constant Oh, yeah, I like that little bomb he drops at the end. He's like, oh, yeah, this is lit. Uh, you guys want this firework? It's lit. You're going to take this. <laughs> yeah, light the fuse and walk away, huh? Uh, yeah. Oh, a happy uh, commish. I always yeah, like well, hearing a happy though? commish. Was he though? Well, because he, because he it wasn't worried. convincing. Yeah, it was worried. like he kept saying, "So that feels good." Yeah. Well, that's that's the, how you know the, he's diehard because this is serious. You know, the skepticism <laughs> yeah. is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did not mention that this this pit team, which he uh, appropriately said sucks, um, was also a pit team that beat a Louisville team that beat uh, Notre Dame by I believe 14 so so now it, now you're square by the transitive property <laughs> transitive property yeah. that's right yeah uh, we're same same again. you guys aren't going to have any trouble now uh, with Clemson because Kamish sent me this Saturday so uh, clearly the uh, Tyler and Spartansburg episode hadn't happened and so it's going to be even yeah. sweeter when the Irish roll into town yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Re- Rowdy, any last parting words? I got nothing. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. Episode 317. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, who does need to come on and start accounting for what's going on with his team. Agreed. Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, who's Michigan man by uh, default, I guess. By blood right. Yeah. Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, Food Editor Dennis Chu, the Kentucky Colonel Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is? We lost a great one today, fellas. This is a sad ball boy. The, uh, one of the greatest uh, college basketball coaches of all time, the godfather of Hoosier hysteria, Bobby Knight, dead at the age of 83. Yeah, died in Bloomington. Great too. Did he die? Died, he had moved back to Bloomington yeah, in 2019. Huh. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, end of end of an era. The the mortuary's got a couple days to figure out how to bury him upside down, so that all yep. of his critics can kiss his ass. And uh-huh. uh, Bobby Knight, Bobby Knight, I I always liked Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight was cool. He had moments. Yeah, uh, Rowdy, how do you feel about this? Knowing that he's one of the three sports guys you knew. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's it sad. I mean, it's, uh, I had the, I had the poster of him throwing a chair oh, yeah, as dude. a kid. And, uh, yeah, my grandpa was, was a huge IU fan. So there was Bobby Knight just all over the house. So I would say from like a nostalgia standpoint, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. He also a few times came to our high school and, you know, set, set up on the bleachers Way uh, way away from everyone else, making it very clear he wanted no one to interact with him. Um, while he was looking at oh recruits, our, yeah, our, our star while he was yeah. Yeah. while he was staring at young men, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and there were definitely uh, you know 
he had he had a he had a he had a dark side for sure. But I mean, um, you know, he he did he, he did make a lasting impact on the uh, criticism and controversy section of Wikipedia. Oh, there yeah. you go. He did. Yeah, I mean, he's got twenty three bullet points in that alone. That's um, pretty awesome. So, one of my favorites was uh, in a uh, Olympic gold medalist, Doug Douglas Bluebow was head wrestling coach at IU from seventy three to eighty four. Early in his tenure, while he jogged in the practice facility during basketball practice, Knight yelled at him to leave, using more than one expletive. So, Bluebow pinned Knight to the wall and told him never to repeat the performance, and he never did. There so that's go. all it takes. That's where he learned it. You just, if, if, if someone's a bully, you have to bully them yep. back, and, and a lot of people didn't learn that. Fire with fire. Yeah. Mm. With him but, specifically, yeah. Yeah, but I am hearing on that on his deathbed, uh, Bobby Knight received the light of Islam and unhesitatingly recited the Shahada, um, and even now he's looking down on us from uh, paradise. Dude, well, they got to bury him now facing Mecca upside down. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take some, uh, yeah, they're going to have to get the compass yep. out. They're, they're going to have to do some figuring, but yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. Thank you for, thank you for sharing. Legend. Thank you for your thoughts. Yeah. If we can all just take a few minutes and watch some of his, uh, golfing with Bobby highlights. Uh, or the game face press conference is a personal favorite. <sighs> Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, he had a way with words. Without doubt. He had a way with words. That or just the moment when he was supposed <laughs> to be apologizing to Miles Brand, the president of IU at the time, um, and then it just turned into him. Somebody asked a question about the kid he choked, and then it just went off the rails yep. from there. That was a pretty hey, good one. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate the intensity and absolute white-hot rage at times. Yeah. Yeah, it, every day was uh, somebody, Tyler from um, Spartanburg was talking to Bob Knight. No doubt about it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Oh, say... Can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we hail at the